This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Hello and welcome to Good Things, the show where we talk to good people who are doing good things. I'm Dashran Johan. The Autism Cafe Project, ACP, was established in 2016 with the prime objective to empower youth with autism and train them to be independent. Joining me on the show today is Mohamad Adli Yaya. He's the founder of the Autism Cafe Project. Welcome to the show, Adli. How are you? Thank you. Thank you. I'm fine. And how are you? I'm doing great as well. Excited to talk to you about um, this project of yours. So let's start from the top. Um, tell me a little bit about Autism Cafe Project. What exactly is it? The project started way back in 2016, registered in 2016, but uh, it taken into effect in terms of operation in January 2017. Um, the, the project is mainly when we set up this project, it is mainly for my son. He's in the spectrum, basically. And the thought of um, him couldn't live his life on his own, that is kind of um, a pressure to me like, in the earlier stage, you know. You know, there was there was a rocky journey and, you know, with him and uh, when to the point that I have accepted him as he is and he accept me as uh, I am now. And the journey was a bit smooth, was smoother, I would say. But then again, the worrying part, as I said before, uh, I want him to lead his life as you and I, you know, normal as you and I. But chances are he would not be able to do it on his own. Thus, we set up this project, a little project called Autism Cafe Project uh, for him, actually. And when we started this, it's just me and him by the roadside selling nasi lemak. Right. And we, 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 we eventually we work with another organization and the numbers came in after that, you know, the, in terms of the, um, stu- the workers, the special workers came in. So basically, that's where we are now, uh, earlier. And um, now we have our own little cafe with uh, a complete kitchen. I'm so proud of that. Yeah, it's amazing. And uh, it has been a long way, rocky journey and stuff, you know. Uh, but we finally made it, I guess. Yeah, yeah Absolutely. Um, tell me a little bit more about the rocky journey, if you don't mind sharing. Um, what was it like and... What was it about 2016 where you finally, uh, you know, decided, okay, I have to do this? Um, uh, what what was significant about that period? Um, the the rocky journey is a, a bit personal, I would say this, yep. you know, um, mm-hmm. because in the beginning part of uh, our life, it was not all bed and roses, you know. I couldn't accept him uh, as he is, and that was an issue. It, he has nothing to do with 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 this rocky journey. Right. So called. It was my my um, my cause uh, that created this rocky journey. I couldn't accept him, you know. He, he bears no um, ill will towards me, whatnot, you know. But the thing is, I can't accept him as uh, an individual with autism. I want a perfect family and God may give, give me him. So that was a, a kind of a resentment in the earlier stage, you know. But we got it over uh, that particular journey. Uh, thus, um, my quest is, as I said before, I want him to lead his life to the fullest of his ability. You know, uh, so starting with... Um, you know, be independent, able to secure a job, you know, uh, and move on with this life, you know. But 
getting a job for him it's almost impossible not almost impossible it's impossible right you know he is autism is a spectrum at one point you are very intelligent at one point you are very severe he's in a midpoint i would say so you know so having a midpoint you know he only uh, he has limited uh, what do you call this um, intelligence understanding uh, thus as i said i put it point blank nobody will employ him Mm-hmm. nobody will you know so that breaks my heart really really bad you know so i need to find a bigger way out for him to make sure that uh when i'm around he's able to live his life as, as best as he can as well as when i'm not around you know um so um it always in the back of my mind for quite some time but a couple of incidents that led to the formation of this um uh, this uh, project is to, uh, when i saw a couple of incidents uh, for instance um there's one family who father and the, the parents passed away and there's uh, the two of them there's uh, the sibling there were two of them the two sisters and i still recall and it's very sad to see that um the one uh, who is in the spectrum was being abandoned in a way you know right so it really breaks my heart you know so i don't want to be that he to be in that situation yes he has siblings but you don't know what's going to happen uh, when you're not around you know i mean the sibling might got married the sibling might have not might have you know, they they will have their own life right so it wouldn't be fair to put on extra burden to them you know so i don't want to be in this situation so the creation is actually to for him to be able to live his life independently though he might stay with his brothers and sisters but the um the meeting point will be lesser you know so that mitigate the uh stress factor you know living a life with them is not bit of process every time you know it's it's quite a challenging at times you know it 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 really tested your patient at, you know at a point like you know sometimes e gram you know <laughs> you know really that you know but can you imagine us the parents what about others you know mm-hmm. so i need to mitigate this to make sure he's able to live his life to the fullest So in 2016 um you said it started off as you know a gerai nasi lemak by the roadside yeah um, tell me about the challenges that um you faced at the time uh, or you know the the what how you have evolved um, how he has grown um compared uh, to you know the early stages yeah um the challenges um at the beginning we were not known you know when you were not known people would question your yeah whether you're legit or you're not you know mm. because there's so many bogus thingy out out Absolutely. there you know so people yeah. uh, audience the public was really skeptical of who we are and um i i work on a strategy because i came i came from from the uh, strategic background you know right. so i came up with a proper strategy that uh would that the public were able to recognize us as a legit organization you know and we are not an ngo be precise we're not an ngo we are a social enterprise but we are registered social enterprise so i need to cover myself properly you know because i knew again the public wouldn't some some not all but there are those who don't understand the the concept of social enterprise so true enough i faced this issues people were questioning what am i doing this is for my own benefit and all stuff you know so that was kind of quite a challenge and uh getting the parents uh, because when we started this it was me and lukman mm-hmm. then we joined up another organization 
But uh, then again, as I said, the concept of social enterprise to the group that I was in was kind of an alien. They don't understand it. So uh, that was kind of um, uh, of uh, an issue. Um, and parents, uh, after that, again, when we uh, set, when we managed to get a place on our own, again, there was an issue from the parents of uh, what we're doing is benefiting myself alone. So that was an issue uh, in it. But as I said, I work strategically. We managed to get, after the, the roadside, we managed to get the uh, a cafe in uh, I am for you. I still remember that, you know. Right. We went there, uh, 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 Dashran, we went there, you know, I went there with with my presentation completely, you know. <laughs> and I know God is so great, you know. He helped us one way or another he will have because I knew I got a good intention here. And when we went there, uh, we did a presentation. I just asked for two tables at their lobby area. Uh, two weeks after that, I still remember they called Chiadli. Can you come? We have a cafe for you to use. Wow. I mean, the I mean, I couldn't be more happier. Amazing. I couldn't be more surprised that I knew that I'm doing a good thing and, and he will help. So this is one of the many ways he's helping us. So when we were there, we have, uh, I knew the place is where the CEOs and the ambassador, the top guns, they went over there. I need to catch their attention. That's a very strategic move, you know. Right. So true enough. The CEO of Maybank, uh, CIMB, the ambassador, one or that came through and saw our project. And immediately they saw the potential and they quickly asked their subordinate to take action on this, you know, to collaborate with us. And, and then again, who would refuse if the CEO instructed you to do so? <laughs> As coming from the bottom, it's very slow. Yeah. So we got, we got a good publicity. And uh, after that, it was uh, not to say smooth sailing. It was less rougher than it was before. You know, people were new because big organization doesn't work with a company that is not legit, right? So that gives that legit punya factor in our project line. Uh. And um, to, to, uh, to the other question um, that you mentioned just now, when we started this project, it was basically to get them to live uh, on their own, mm -hmm. to be able to earn their own living, basically. You know, they get monthly salary. As I said, getting jobs, my son, is impossible. Right. And others in a similar uh, spectrum as he is, I would say the same for it. You know, we have one boy last time, I still remember, uh, he has a degree in accountancy. And you saw his, I saw his transcript, he'll put us to shame, you know, it's like 4.0, 3.9, 3.8, 4.0, you know, that kind of standards, right. you know. And yet you couldn't secure a job. Because once people knew that they that he is autistic, then there was stigma on him. Because people will associate uh, on the negative side, they will also associate with uh, tantrums, tempers, and stuff, you know? Absolutely. Uh, so that being associated, you know, because when you, uh, when certain individuals uh, posted uh, their, on their Facebook or on their Instagram or on their social media about, tantrums and meltdown that will catch more public attention than the good stuff yeah so that's the, the terrible stigma that they have now you know i'm not saying everybody has that stigma but yes the stigma is still there 
Yeah. What would you say is a common misconception that people have about people um, with autism? This, um, this is what my 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 perception to the uh, on on the public perception of what autism right. is all about. Um, they said this: the common commonality is they have tantrums and they have meltdown and and they tend to help uh, others as well as themselves. That is one category, and one category is. They, uh, they have the impression that every autism individual has this high, highly uh, extraordinary talent. You know, painting, playing music, you know, numbers and stuff. Right. You know, I think you saw the movie called uh, uh, the one that Ben Affleck was uh, in the movie. He 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 right. portrayed as a, a adult autism with fantastic memories and fantastic alphabet capabilities, numbers capabilities kind of thing, you know? That is, I would say, that is so not real, you know? Yes. You're talking you about know, the accountant, uh, is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the thing is this, you know, um, not everybody has extraordinary talent. Yep. Not everybody has tantrums and meltdown and, and, and you know, uh, tendency to help to hurt themselves. Not everybody. Mm-hmm. I would say the uh, talented ones, probably 5%, and uh, the severe case, probably 20%. But the remaining fact is the one he's neither here nor there. And my right. sense belongs to that particular area. And as I said, who's going to hire them? You know? mm-hmm. But uh, uh, back to the question just now. you know. <laughs> so we, we started this as, as, uh, as a platform for them to earn their own living. But in, within five years now, it has evolved. We found out that the best approach for them is to get them to live their life to the fullest of their ability, meaning securing a job. Yes, but what type of job is suitable to them? You know, not every staff, every kind of jobs that available out there is suitable to, 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 to them. You know, like, like you and I, if we were given a task, you know, we work, we give enough tasks, like, you know, no, we have to do it, you know. Right. Right. There's no choice for us, you know, this is our survival. <laughs> but for them, they don't understand that. Mm-hmm. When tasks are given to them and not according to their ability, chances are it will be not a not successful set. Mm-hmm. You know, you you knew that they don't, let's for, for a good example, eh? you knew that he doesn't like noises and you place him somewhere that is noisy let's say in the production area right. and you're asking for trouble. But if you knew, so you need to match their ability carefully with the uh, job scope given. Mm-hmm. Let's for good example, I always give this example. My son loves water. He loves water, really, really loves water. So what we did to him at the cafe is we give them tasks, we give him tasks that involves water, washing the dishes, mop the floor, wipe the table, clean the glass and stuff, right. you know. So when you do something that you love, you tend to excel. Yes. As 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 you are, Dashan, I mean, you are, uh, you are uh, sort of a radio announcer or whatnot, <laughs> like, you know. I mean, you love doing this, I'm sure yes. you do. Absolutely. So you tend to excel in it, you know. The same thing as I am, you know, uh, if I were given something that is uh, what, given something that I love, chances are you will excel, definitely, you know. So he, he cleans the cleanest plate in all I've <laughs> ever seen in the whole life, you know. So basically that's that. Like, we uh, uh, we get them to live their life to the fullest. They work, 
we brought them outside for for a movie, for an outing, for a bazaar, you know, all kind of stuff that you normally did. So we did it together with them, you know. We during those days, you no, know, when we uh, when me and Lukman uh, went to the cafe, we uh, I could easily take the easier route, which is I he I drive. Uh, I drive and he just sit next beside me. Right. I don't do that, Dasharan. Uh, uh, I don't do that. What I did was with him. I walked to the bus to the trip to the LRT station. When I reached the uh, the the point, the nearest point to the cafe, we walk. Ah. You know, and going back to the house, we walk. We took a bus. We took an LRT, and we walk. You know, it took us almost forty, almost an hour. As opposed to drive, you just drive about 15 minutes. But the thing is, when you do that, he's living his life. Yeah. You know, he knew now he knew where to pay the car, the 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 where to get the chips, you know, where to pay, where to uh bought the train, you know, where to sit, where to stop, you know. So that's life, you know. Right. So they deserve that. And I'm I'm giving as much as I can to our boys at the cafe now. On the show with me today is Mohamed Adli Yaya, founder of the Autism Cafe Project. After the break, I ask him how the cafe has evolved over time. Keep it here on Good Things, BFM 89.9. Welcome back to Good Things. I'm Dashran Johan and on the show with me today is Mohamed Adli Yaya, founder of the Autism Cafe Project. So Adli, as I understand, if I understand correctly, right, Adli, the cafe doesn't operate like an ordinary cafe in the sense that uh, one of the interesting things, the menu changes daily. But yes. more than that is that you focus more on catering than yes. on the physical store uh, in and of itself. Tell yes. me about this and, and why you chose this approach. Yes. Uh, when we started this project, when we started the cafe, we were so ambitious, you know, which is really <laughs> so ambitious, you know. And we had about six menu, main menu, uh, main meals, yeah, besides uh, uh, desserts and stuff. We have about six, I think. And um, <laughs> we were so ambitious without thinking of them, you know. And um, we realized that this is not the correct approach. When you have, they, they are very structured, you know. It's, it's, if you give them work, it has to be A, B, C, D, you know, and, and so on. You know, you can't just simply jump from A to C, you know. So when the customer come, came in, assuming there's five customers, Chances are there'll be five dishes being ordered. So when you have five dishes, they go haywire. Mm -hmm. You know, there goes your your soya sauce in the curry chicken. <laughs> there goes tomato in uh, soap and kind of thing. So we we uh, we experienced that. It was a very uh, 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 beneficial learning curve. We make mistake, yes, but it was a very beneficial uh, learning curve for us. You know. So we decided to go on catering or, you know, when you do catering, chances are the uh, the order will be one main meal and a couple of quays and drinks. Yes, That approach is much more suitable to them right. because it doesn't complicate things. Mm -hmm. Even what we did over at the cafe, yeah, uh, the food the food that we, we, we sell is very simple. It's not complicated. It's not like, you know, you have to prepare uh, 10 tiers of cake, you know. <laughs> One tier is done. Yeah. You know, and when we do cake, we do simple stuff like uh, banana cake or butter cake. Simple and doable. Mm -hmm. 
Because when you do that, chances are you will be very, very successful because kicks, kicks to them, are, I would think they are master in it, in a way, because nice. uh, they are very, very precise. Right. You know, when you add in sugar, uh, say a teaspoon, they will question a flat teaspoon, teaspoon or a full teaspoon, uh, uh, teaspoon. <laughs> you know, there'll be questions. So we ended up, we use um, a, a machine called Thermomics, expensive, but it's heaven sent to us. You know? <laughs> so we use that and uh, because it's weighing base. Right. So it's easier for them to, to maneuver that. Yeah. And uh, as I said, as you rightly pointed, each day we have different menu. So one main dish each day. So they won't get complicated. They won't get confused. The project, you have to buy it. It's about them, not about us. Yeah. So every time when a customer came, I, I have to brief them. I, I have to manage their expectation, basically. And uh, now we, we, we've been operating for uh, recently for two years over in Daman Mall. And now we have moved to Kota Damansara. Mm -hmm. uh, we are now collaborating with a Singaporean company called MIG International Hub. So that's where our cafe is, now, uh, is situated now. Currently, we are focusing more on, as I said before uh, to you, it's more on catering, but we'll be opening up our uh, dining uh, mode by mid of this month. Yeah, inshallah. Nice. Right. So, um, you know, another thing I read, um, yeah. you know, is, is that y'all have had a shift in philosophy. Um, because yeah. at the start, your philosophy was, let's train um, people with autism to be reliable workers. Yeah. Now you've yes. changed your philosophy to um, training them and empowering them to be entrepreneurs. Yes. Tell me about why this shift in philosophy. Um, I found out this when when the you know in autism spectrum they have um, in general they have social communication issues. When you sit next to them, they won't say anything. They just keep quiet. And though they are individuals who talk nonstop, you know, <laughs> once you sit next to him or her, it was nonstop talking, you know. But generally, they are quiet, mm -hmm. you know. So having them to work uh, over at the cafe, um, say, uh, for four or five hours, doesn't fit in into what I want them to go through. It doesn't fit in, you know. So we decided uh, it's the best that we move them around by having, having catering. Because catering it will be at different places, you know. Right. And uh, we, when you move them around, they will meet new people. They will meet new environment, you know. And people can be so friendly, can be so accommodating. They tend to talk to them. And when they talk to them, there's conversation going on. You have you have create a good environment for them to grow as well as awareness. You know, we we every month uh, we no every month yeah every month at least we do uh, the usual catering as well as you know we uh, we engage in couple of organization like Park City Medical Center, um, uh, universities and all. We just ask, can you give us two tables? And we we don't ask any donation, whatnot. Give us a table. We want the boys to come over and sell their stuff. Do you know that once we went to uh, an organization, an international organization, uh, one of the biggest uh, oil and gas uh, service industry in the world, they have a, a location over in Damansara. I can't name, you know. It's, <laughs> but we went there. The support is so great. 
our boys earn about, uh, we bought three boys, they earn about 700 per person. So this is what we're doing. People will see, people will support, and they are happy, and they are living their life. So that's how it should be. You know, Again and again, I would say, this is not about us. The project is not about us. It's about them. I, you know, one point that I have, I still remember those the earlier stage, you know, there was a, no order coming in at one day, you know, but there's an order for two packets of nasi lemak from, from Shah Alam. You know, if you're talking about commercialism, you won't produce that. But we did. And we, because knowing that if I do not do anything to them, you know, when they're not doing anything, they, they, they tend to, uh, you know, look around and saw and hear voices and hear something else, you know. I don't want to be that in situation. So we did two nasi lemak, fine. We sent it over. But in the end, I would say this, um, I may be losing that two packets of nasi lemak in terms of financial, you know, in terms of uh, profitability, but I gained something else, you know. They love the cafe. They love, they love me so much, uh, Dashan. You know, you're talking about 30 years old, uh, young, not young man, uh, 30 year old autistic individual, 40 years old individual, autistic individual. They came and hugged me and say, I love you, uh, uncle. <laughs> now, how could you refuse that, you know? They are the most honest people in the earth, you know. So you get that. So I have no regrets at all uh, uh, departing my life from the corporate life to where we are now. I'm dealing with the most perfect human being in the world. Absolutely. Now, apart from food, um, this, this one really um, got me excited as well. I understand that y'all also do other programs um, occasionally um, that doesn't necessarily center around food. And one of it yeah. is a band called Voices of ACP. Am I right? Uh, do y'all um, have a band? <laughs> yes, we, ha we, we have uh, occasionally when we started, when we started the, our project in, uh -huh. in, in Diamond, uh, there are those who are very talented. They can play music, right. they can sing and all, you know. So on and off, we invite them to showcase their talent, ah. you know. You know, because uh, I said this, I said this to myself, you never know who's going to come to the cafe. It might be a CEO, it might be ambassador, it might be the top guns, whoever it is, you know. And when they saw them performing, there's a hope that, to me, that somehow if the organization will have their uh, annual dinner or get together, right. they will uh, get them to invite them to sing and they're being paid, you know. True enough, we have one boy by the name of King Lee who sings only Elvis Presley song. <laughs> For 18 years old guy, I don't know how, he only sings Elvis Presley. And we have the Jewy brothers who play violin and keyboard. And, you know, we did this and one of the CEOs saw and they engaged them over at their annual dinner and they got paid. Yeah. Uh, I'm so happy on that, that yeah. Nola, you know, they, they live their life and they're enjoying it, you know. So that's what we were supposed to do. We need to support them. They can sing, but if the opportunity you did, you won't, if you did not create an opportunity to them, that was their talent. So having said that, you know, uh, for the 2023 uh, uh, program, we are launching a roadshow called, hopefully we be able to launch this roadshow called Empowering Parents as well as uh, uh, Individual with Autism. What we wanted to do is to tell the public the success story, not the theory, not the how you do this based on the theory, but how we did it 
and look where we are now. Because chances are people will, will actually um, uh, will attach on the story that we're going to tell because it's a real story. This is not something you cook up from the books and stuff. Mm -hmm. This is what we went through. And if we can do this, so can you. You know, as I said again, uh, the, uh, the our future actually depends on the parents, not the teacher, not the shadow, not the doctor, not anyone else. It's the parents. So the parents need to know how to move the, uh, the, the so-called, if they created a project, they need to know how to move it to make sure it's sustainable and it benefits their, their kids as well as others. How can people support Autism Cafe Project? Okay, um, our Facebook is Autism Cafe Project in Malaysia <laughs> and our IG is Autism Cafe Project. So what we did, what wanted is this, please support us. Um, if you will have extra cash, by all means, you can support us. I have no issue on that, you know. But it will be more meaningful if you support us in terms of if you have a birthday party, if you have a get-together, if the company has an event, please do cater from us. Because you're not just simply throwing the money, but you are helping us. Not just giving us a bulk of cash, no. But you buy something from us. If you do that, you are helping the sustainability of the project. You are giving our boys work to be done. And that will occupy their time. And when you have catering, we'll bring the boys out to do catering. And when they are there, people will start seeing them. Hey, this boy is autism and he can do that. You know, chances are, I would say on, on the long term, you know, Probably in future, if the, the public knew what are their ability is and they understand autism, who knows? You know, current, current employment that employs foreigners are doing cleaning, cleaning the offices, the, you know, the toilet, the janitors and stuff, you know? Our boys can do perfect job on it. And they're not lying. And they don't, they don't you know, chuli uh, tulang, you know? Right. So you get a perfect uh, employee, uh, 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 yeah, employee. So employee, employer, employee, employee. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the. I, I'm hoping yeah. for the long term. That's why what, what we did now. We our our program. When I had talk, my target is actually universities, mm -hmm. because they are the next generation who's going to be the CEO. In fact, we went to Nexus International School yesterday. I gave a talk on autism. And no, what they did was wonderful. They exposed their kids as young, their students, as young as eight years old, you know, to learn what is autism is all about. Can you imagine if the plant seed are planted uh, earlier at their mind that these individuals are workable, a workable material? Who knows? The next CEO is one of them. And it gives the opportunity for our boys or the, the rest of the individual with, with autism to be able to live independently. So that's what I'm aiming for. Yeah. And on, on the flip side, right, Adli, I also want to ask, let's say if, you know, there's anyone listening who maybe they have children, friends, family members um, who is on the autist, uh, autism spectrum and, and things yeah. like that. Um, do you all hire? Um, uh, do you all train people? Uh, what is, uh, how is that process like? Yeah, uh, normally what we did is this. Mm. Uh, if there are interested parties, they will call us. The numbers are in my Facebook as well as in the IG. We had a discussion, you know. The, the, the cafe couldn't accommodate more than 
sorry, more than uh, eight individuals per session. Right. You know, because it's not a big project. I, 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 I don't want this to be the big because when you have too big, you lose kind of that personal touch. You know, the current size is okay with me. So uh, we'll invite them to have a discussion. You know, and we'll see how it fit in. He, if he can't or he can't, he or she can't come in as a permanent staff. There's ways we can work on this. You know, they can come over at the cafe. We train them properly, and um, once they are good, uh, sorry. Uh, and let's say we get them to master certain, let's say kue kue nona or kue kue serimuka. So what we wanted uh, them to do is, you can do it at your house. Uh-huh. When we have catering job, we will actually propose to the customer the product that being produced by them at their house. So they become entrepreneur out of that, you know. So we have we have done this successfully. There's one girl who was earning 130 ringgit a month. Now her earning about a thousand ringgit a month. Nice. You know, so we the, the the thing is what we wanted to do is to create our own ecosystem. When we do catering, we have curry pub producer, we have Srimuka producer, we have buns producer. So we gather this and we sell. And those who are who is working, who are currently working with us at the cafe, we train them until they are good and we release them. Again, this is about them. If I want to be selfish, I would have retained them. It's easier for me. But again, this is about them. Mm-hmm. So we uh, get them to work at other organizations, like um, you know, a couple of organizations that we worked, uh, you know, they are good, we send them over there because they can earn a lot more. And plus, they have sort of umbrella insurance. Do you know that autistic individuals are, are not qualified to have insurance? They're not. Because I think because of the stigma of they are in a high-risk category. Oh, my God. But, you know, it's, it's, it's a spectrum. It's this yeah. not everybody is not a high-risk. Mm-hmm. My son is much, much lesser risk than I have, you know. So, so, um, so when you went to a big organization, they have this blanket uh, insurance that covers everybody. So now they are covered. So I'm happy on that. Sad, losing a good staff but happy for his future. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, before we wrap this conversation up, Adli, would you have a final message for us? The future of their kids, of individual with society, with in, individual with autism, rests on their parents. Again, as I told you earlier, it doesn't rest on the teacher, it doesn't rest on the doctor and psychiatrist, you know, whatnot, you know. It's the parents, you know. The parents mm-hmm. must take action. If not, who will be? responsible for his future you know and the public i would say this understand them you know sometimes you met um individual with autism having meltdown in the public you know you get that stare from the parents from other public that you know you can understand they look at you don't know how to take care of your kids you know understand we've gone through a lot please understand us you know so if you understand us then it will be a better society. We will be we're living in a better society as before you don't understand us. You know? So understand uh, autism and, you know, uh, if you understand them, you know, it will be a win-win situation both to the individual with autism and the public. That's all. Thank you so much for joining me today, Adli. Thank you, thank you. That was Mohamed Adli Yaya. He's the founder of Autism Cafe Project. If you missed any part of our conversation, you can also check us out on podcasts where available on the BFM app, bfm.my, or pretty much wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm Dashan Johan, and this has been Good Things, BFM 89.9. 
You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.